Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Do We Love It podcast. It has been a while. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recording live from the Gen A Studios. Um, setting records right now. That was the longest break, I think, in the history of the podcast. We've been doing this almost five years now. Maybe four. Hmm. No, I think five. Right around, I think 2015, we're in 20, you know, 20 minus 15, five. Um, yeah, that, that was a long break. I think we, uh, we were off for, um, a month? I mean, we, we haven't recorded since prior to Christmas, so, uh, happy to be back, happy to have you back, uh, and let's get down to the woogity boogity. Um, so, Christmas break, that was good, hope everybody enjoyed the holidays, hope everybody got to see some family, take some time off, uh, Christmas, New Year's on a Wednesday, Wow, I didn't even plan on that being a topic. Do we love that? Uh, yeah. That was one of those, this is either going to be the worst or it's going to be the best, and there's no in-between. Um, so, it obviously depends on your schedule. I mean, not to rub it in anybody's face, but my, my schedule worked out phenomenal. Um. With it being on a Wednesday, I just took both weeks off. It was the longest break. I was. It was the longest work break I've had in five years. So, yeah, I'm in. If we could just, if we could maybe make, if we. Could, I mean, I know there's a precedent, but if we could, I don't know, change Christmas to like the fourth Wednesday do like the Thanksgiving thing, fourth Wednesday every year, um, I'd be with that, Christmas, fourth Wednesday, New Year's Day, fourth Wednesday, like next year, New Year's is on January 2nd, just throwing it out there, something to chew on, um, and then I think if you got kind of screwed by where you basically had to work all days and only had a day off in the middle, I think eventually companies might come around to it and they might evolve to we get, you know, 17 days off. So taking it into consideration, we'll maybe write into uh, Congress, World Congress, I guess, NATO, or um, I should know this. I'm trying to think of, like, the world organization. United Nations. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Yeah, maybe a little right into United Nations. um, And we'll be good to go. Anywho, we have the College Football National Championship coming up. Uh, Two-week break. Do we love that? Yes. Uh, I like extending it out a little bit. Uh, prolonging the excitement. We have the Tigers playing the Tigers. Uh, I thought long and hard, and another proposal 
Should the loser have to concede the name Tiger? Um, it was also suggested by uh, Easy that maybe the loser should have to change their name to the Lambs. Um, Tigers versus Tigers, it just, I think you got to put it on the line. So that is also something to chew on. Um, little request for your help as well. So was recently uh, email sent out to the office. If you close a deal, you can have like a theme song and we'll play it in the office if you close a deal. Um, so that's really been the majority of my uh, free time thinking the past 24 hours. You know, those moments are in the shower, maybe going for a walk, uh, taking a dump, uh, driving in your car. That's what's been consuming me. Um, I, I, I'm torn. I, I have paralysis by analysis. Um, it's been the classic example of, well, I was going to say shampoo, but I'm setting myself up for a bald joke, so I'll, I'll switch to deodorant. Um, it's a classic example. You go into CVS, you just need to stick a deodorant or a bar of soap. Bald people use soap. Um, and there's 15 bars of soap. And you're reading all the labels, and all of them sound good, and then all of them sound bad, and you don't know what to do. So, whereas it would be easier if there was just one bar of soap. I go on Spotify yesterday, and I probably listened to 300 songs. And back at square one, I got nothing. Um, So... Take out the old notepad, maybe jot a little something down, write in. If you got any song suggestions, um, I mean, I've already listened to 300, so what's a few more? Let's see what you have to say. But I do love that idea, and I actually told the person who thought of the idea, I was like, I do love that. Um, so I'm pretty fired up for that. Definitely uh, going to motivate to to close a few deals. Um, so was over in, or as the, as the proper say, I was across the pond, across the pond. That means I was in Europe. Um, flew from Boston to Europe, Italy. Um, I was in Italy, Italia. Uh, day after Christmas, flew into Venice, went from Venice to Florida, Florence, went from Florida to Rome, or as they say, Roma. That was one thing I couldn't figure out. Why do we even change that? Why don't we just call it Roma? Like, why? I don't know why that needed to get Englishized. I mean, be a lot simpler for everybody, I think, but, you know. Maybe another thing to write into the UN. Um, And then took a little puddle jumper, a little plane ride to Paris, which is French for 
Paris. And so that was the extent of my trip. Um, had a couple things I noticed over there. Um, for starters, they don't cut your pizza. This was one of the more mind-boggling cultural differences I think I've ever experienced. Um, I feel like, I mean, I, I do a fair amount of traveling. I don't go like too far off the beaten path. So I'm not like in a hut, like doing ayahuasca with like weirdos and like, you know, in the Amazon. So like, I haven't been exposed to like that crazy of stuff, but I have been exposed to like enough things where, you know, I've seen some different stuff. I should actually probably make a list of the, off the top of my head of, of thing of like weird shit that like just shook me. Um, it may be recency bias, but not cutting a pizza had me more shook. It had me more shook than the first time I went to a country that like they just didn't have toilet paper or toilet lids. Like across the board, no lids, no TP. That I could deal with. Not cutting the pizza, that was weird. They just literally give you a pizza and it's not cut. Guy, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, do you want me to friggin' fold it up? Like, what the hell? Um, so I tried cutting it, you know, but of course they give you a freaking plastic knife. And I've covered this before. Um, there is a huge, this is, this is for the old timers. Dr. K probably definitely remembers this episode because I feel like he was felt strongly about this. Um, there's a massive difference in plastic cutlery. For starters, you know, we probably shouldn't be using plastic cutlery. Like we can, you know, wash a knife, you know, reuse it, whatever. I'm, don't, I, I won't get started with that. Moving past the environmental shit. Certain plastic cutlery just absolutely sucks. And certain plastic cutlery, cutlery, I'm setting myself up for failure today. Um, certain knives and forks of plastic use are far superior to other products. It's not, it's not a, you know, across the board, it's all the same type deal. They always give you the shitty knives. They give you the shitty forks. And they're like, oh, yeah, cut your own pizza. Like, F you. Just cut the pizza. Like, spend... I'm I'm the cheapest person I know. Spend $3. I have a pizza wheel. I have a pizza wheel in my own house. You know how many times I make pizza? I make pizza, like, once a freaking decade. Yet these... All these pizza places can't take the extra, like, five seconds to just run a pizza wheel four times. Just, that's it. One, two, three, four. I'm doing the hand motions across the pie right now. I wish you, I wish we had a video of it. It's electric. Um, so these Italian people, yeah. All right. Your pizza's good. Your manners are trash. Your etiquette is trash. You got to start cutting your pizza. I don't want, I don't give a shit that you invented it in Oh, that's how they did it back in, you know, 500 BC. F you. Start cutting your pizzas. This is bullshit. 
I feel a lot better. I mean, I was thinking this the whole time. I couldn't really get it off my chest. I didn't want to be the angry American. Now that we're back in the land of the free and the brave, like, I feel great. Um, yeah, that's, that's just absolute trash. Um, it's worse than, and this is bad. This is bad. I was going to say there's nothing worse, but... There's only one thing worse than this, and it's when getting you get a pizza that's not cut. Getting a sub where they don't cut it down the middle? Dude, are you shitting me? How am I supposed to take down a freaking 18-inch footlong? I mean, you know, 18, footlong and a half. Or just a footlong. You know how hard it is to eat a 12-inch a, a sub without a cut? And that's the same thing too. Like, oh yeah, here's a uh, here's like a shitty plastic knife to cut this thick Dutch crunch bread down the middle. Uh, guy, I need like a chainsaw for this sandwich. Like, I can't cut it with this knife. And if I do, it's gonna get all messy, and the shape is gonna fall apart. And all of a sudden, you got turkey falling out. You got the lettuce flying everywhere. It's a mess. Um. And meanwhile, they're back there with, like, a machete. Like a chef, chef's knife's machete that they could just smash in one, one hit and they don't do it. It's the worst. It's like, you just took, like, eight minutes to build this amazing sub and you ruined the whole thing because you can't take the extra three seconds to finish the job. You went, like, you got to the two-yard line, just... Punch it in, buddy. Punch it in. That's what happens when you go to countries where they think football is played with your feet. They don't know how to punch it in. They don't know how to punch it in. They got to throw in the shoulder pads. They got to run 11 men on the field, X's and O's, and that's how you're going to get your pizza cut. It's the only way. Besides that, I had a great time. Oh, actually... See, this was a situation where you'd think it would ruin my trip. It actually kind of made my trip. So, we go see uh, David. That is Italian for David. Um, the statue carved by Michelangelo. Um, that was awesome. Um, it's... It, it was... Uh, I, I couldn't... I couldn't wrap my head around it. I mean, I, there were a lot of statues there that, like, blow you away. But just, like, the detail and the size of this thing was absurd. And then, to put it in context, it was done, I think, 500 years ago. With, like, some... By Michelangelo with, like, a freaking chisel. Like, how do you... It, like, it had, like, intricate details of, like, like, the veins. And, like, you could, like, see his, like, hands and, like, his fingernails... It was crazy. So, go into the museum. Um, and uh, I guess, speaking of etiquette, you know, what goes around comes around. They don't have pizza etiquette, and apparently I don't have museum etiquette. Um, I've never seen somebody so good at their job. I wanted to tip her. So... I'm walking through the museum, and I'm just like, you know, I'm kind of like looking at the paintings, and 
you know, just taking it all in, zoning out a little bit, just daydreaming, looking at it, kind of getting in a flow state. Slight whistle, slightly whistling, not projecting, just a little whistling under my breath. This woman pops up out of nowhere. She was in like a sniper tower. Pops up, gets in front of my face, eye to eye contact, stares me down, and just goes, shh, with a scowl on her face. I was shook. Like, I, I just froze. Of course, I'm with, with an idiot. He starts laughing. I, I, I was moved. It was, it was more intimidating than if I bumped into Andre the Giant. Um, like for, I, I probably took like a good 10 seconds and was like, where am I? What's going on? And, uh, yeah, the shush lady, she'll, she'll forever be a legend. Um, I mean, I, I wondering like how her, I don't know if like it's a developed skill, if she interviewed with that, like you go in. Like, okay, we need you to shush the heck out of everyone. Give me your best shush. Or where they were like, we just need you to kind of maintain the peace. And she was like, trust me, I know how to maintain the peace. And then probably the interviewer kept talking to her, and she just probably just looked him directly square in the eye and just shh. And from there, the interviewer probably knew, like, I have an absolute ringer. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my take on Europe. Um, oh, Europe has bidets as well. We covered this last year with uh, Vietnam. Because Vietnam has, uh, they kind of have bidets. So, Vietnam's bidets are a little... They're a little, like, not as fancy, but they're way better. They're way more functional. So, Europe literally has, like, it looks like a toilet next to your toilet. I couldn't figure out how it works. And trust me, I'm a bidet guy. Like, I'm pushing for bidets in the States. I would love, I would love that. I want one in my own house. I, I couldn't figure it out. Like, all I did was, like, basically... It's like or you run the water like it looks like a sink, but it's in the shape and height of a toilet, and you just like fill up the toilet. And I just, I just kept like sitting in it, and I was like, okay, so like, am I just basically sitting my butt in a, like a bath? Like, I don't think I'm doing it right. Like, I don't, I didn't feel the effects. Whereas Vietnam, they just have like a kitchen hose attached to your toilet, so you just. You're over the toilet and you just like spray down back there and it cleans everything out. And it was way more functional, took up way less space. Uh, it was probably a lot cheaper to install. So I think, I feel like the bidet in Europe is more of a display piece because um, the functionality of it was not good. Um, and mind you, I, I could have been doing it wrong. I think, I'm pretty sure I was, but yeah, it was literally like a sink filling up in a toilet and then you just sit in it from like, that's the only way I could figure it out. I even went online. Like I, I YouTubed and 
I don't know. You, you get some weird searches when you like search how to bidet. Uh, we're not going to get into that. Um, but yeah, I, they they got to I, I I think they should, you know, maybe look into some better systems there. I mean, they're already ahead of us, so I'm not going to knock them too hard. But yeah, overall, good time, good experience. Um, I did I did have a bunch of notes on it. Uh, I, I try and keep a journal just like bullet points when I'm over outside the States. So maybe I'll dig through that and we might have some more for next week, but I feel like, uh, the, uh, the eight, the 8am show is about to kick me off. Um, oh, wow. Happy birthday, Simon. Um, what's there to say about this guy? Uh, I mean, he kind of looks like me. That's cool. Um, it's his birthday. Also, Uncle Bob. Well, you know, the way you celebrate a birthday. Uh, happy birthday to the 110 brothers. Um, well, one is actually my brother and the other one's my uncle, but they're both born on 110, so that makes them 110 brothers. So, shout out to them. Happy birthday. Not going to sing sure plenty of people will do that for you. Um, I think that's all we have. Oh, nice little, nice little bonus of flying back, crossing like seven or eight time zones going east to west. The wake up time has been super early and I've been riding that all week. Um, I've been, I've been doing 4.30 AM wake ups every day and I've been snoozing at like eight o'clock. So I'm getting eight and a half hours of sleep. And then I wake up at 4.30 and I have like two and a half hours to myself. It's great. Um, a wise woman once actually told me, Deb Leahy, think, I don't know the exact time, but I'm pretty sure she said that her mother told her nothing good happens past 2 a.m. Um, which I always kept that in mind. I don't know if I always followed the advice, but I did always keep it in mind. Um, to which I almost want to add on, I've slowly been learning. I don't think anything good happens past 8 PM. Um, so shout out to Deb with the kind words of wisdom. Alrighty. I think that's all we have for today. It's good to be back. Sorry for the break. Uh, I think it was good for the pod. I think it was good for the listeners. Um, I think everybody needs a break. Shout out W, actually. That was one thing. Uh, we were on a we were on a trip somewhere, and we kind of came to the conclusion that, like, we had this long conversation, and at the end of it, we were like, yeah, everybody needs a break. And that was, like, the conclusion of, like, like a 30-minute thought process. So, yeah, the pod needed a break. The listeners needed a break. We're back. We're better than ever. We're going to kill 2020. What more do we need? Our hands, you know, give her. A well-paid job. All right. I would go. Yeah, all right. All right, I'll catch you all next week.